and welcome to yet another really awesome episode of the Foodie Flashback, um, the podcast where we talk about food and food-related memories and like all the stories that are surrounding like our food and our like cooking and everything. Um, today I have someone with me um, that I like I don't know at all. Uh, we we met like in a Discord and they like. I asked for for people to like that wanted to talk to me and wanted to be guests on the show and Rose just said hey yeah I'm I'm in uh, let's do this so so we <laughs> took took a little while to set everything up uh, I mean I know with kids it's very very difficult to even find the time so I really appreciate that you're here um, yeah introduce yourself maybe a little bit um so I'm Ro I uh, I have two kids. Um, and they usually form the basis of a lot of the things I talk about. <laughs> um, because, you know, they're rather all-encompassing. Mm -hmm. um, I also, uh, also my work is the other thing that uh, I tend to talk about a lot because mm -hmm. I work in parent support. Um, oh, okay. Talking like, um, or doing like baby carrying consultations, mostly mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. um, for specializing in people with different needs, mm -hmm. so uh, disabilities or mm -hmm. accessibility issues, things like that, um, and training people to support parents. So, like training people about baby and toddler neurodevelopment and mm -hmm. stuff, so that they understand developmentally where they are mm -hmm. and what's going on, because it's much easier to meet needs when you understand what the needs and what's actually yeah, going on obviously you must That's have mine. been really busy recently right i mean with, <laughs> with everybody being at home and like i mean babies still get born and all of that so yeah babies keep keep appearing yeah. and yeah i have i've done i've done a lot of things that i didn't think i would ever do in the past 12 weeks like mm -hmm. i did an online consultation supporting two blind parents um with learning difficulties to carry their babies, which mm -hmm. I kind of, when someone gave me that brief, I was like, I don't know how to do that without being there in the room. Yeah. So we got together on Zoom and we did it. And um, by wow. the end of it, they, wow. <laughs> both That's parents impressive. could get their baby. Like yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was amazing. I, I was absolutely in awe of the way that they just were like, okay, you tell us what we need to do. We'll tell you if we don't understand. Mm -hmm. And it was just like it was just it was just brilliant. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. Yeah, Sh shows uh, you. Yeah, so it's been great. Yeah. Shows you like I mean sometimes you just have to figure out how to overcome the obstacles like it's it's yeah. doable. It's just a matter of like I mean you have to sit down and figure it out, right? And totally if like if going there in person was an option i'd have done that or mm -hmm. i'd have passed sure. it to somebody who could have done that normally but it wasn't an option mm -hmm. so we figured it out and it was like i i do like problem solving mm -hmm. and like going okay that looks impossible so how are we going to achieve that then <laughs> um and, and so you know other than being an incredibly stressful situation mm -hmm. um there's, there have been some some kind of exciting things to come out of the past 12 weeks. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, we're also training online for the first time ever. So I have mm -hmm. like 20 odd trainees. Mm -hmm. um, normally we train four people at a time mm -hmm. in a room where we like make them all tea and coffee and mm -hmm. sit them down and mm -hmm. like look after them totally. Mm -hmm. And instead we're like, you're locked in a house with your family. Now you're going to start a ten-week course. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I mean that's ultimately it's that's, been quite different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, ultimately that's parenting, right? That's like I mean, problem solving and figuring figuring things out. I mean, you there's nothing and nothing is ever perfect, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, no, nothing is ever perfect, mm -hmm. and and whenever you're looking at someone else perfect, it's it's just not mm -hmm. yeah then uh, <laughs> like the yeah, might, anyway <laughs> might look perfect it's definitely not <laughs> like nobody is um yeah exactly 
And even if it's perfect for them, it isn't perfect for you. Oh, that's true. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely true. Um, so talking about food, I already heard a couple of things we're going to go into later. But first, I always ask, like, what's your definition of a foodie? And do you yourself consider or do you consider yourself one? <laughs> I know that's um, difficult. <laughs> I've never really thought about it. So um, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I I always think it sounds like a kind of poncy term. Do you know what that like mm-hmm. a, a, like a yeah, like um I I always imagine it is used by people who are looking down on people mm-hmm. who aren't yeah. foodies. Like a little bit of snobbery kind of, right? Yeah. Um and so I I kind of go, no, I'm not a foodie. Mm. Um, I think if you asked Andy, um, he'd disagree. So I'm like, no, I have strong opinions. I'm not eating, <laughs> I'm not eating that. Um, like, um, I don't I don't tend to like a lot of shop bought cake and things. Mm-hmm. Like I just I'd rather make it myself. Um and yeah. Um I don't know. I I like. I think I think a foodie can be someone who, um, who. I don't know. I don't tend to look down on people mm-hmm. for um for what they choose to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think I make quite particular decisions about what <laughs> I eat. Which probably means I count as a foodie, depending on what the definition of a foodie. Is. I, mean, I mean, it it sounds like it sounds like your definition is uh, you don't include yourself in in that definition, right? I mean, that's um, sounds, I don't include myself like... in that definition because it doesn't like because mm-hmm. it doesn't it, it sounds like quite a judgmental thing mm-hmm. to be, and like even the things that I don't want to eat, I'm perfectly mm-hmm. happy for other people to decide to eat mm-hmm. them. I just. I won't join in. Mm-hmm. That's um, so, so I have no idea whether I've answered the question, but I, I <laughs> you, feel like I've yeah. gone around in circles quite a bit on it. <laughs> no, that's that's perfectly fine. Uh, I mean, it sounds like I mean, what you're saying is yeah, it's like it's like like a foodie for you is a person that like is very particular about food, looks down on people that like don't agree or don't like the same things. Is that is yeah. that accurate? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, and yeah, so I don't see myself as one of those. <laughs> well, that's that's fine. It's it's I I always ask that question because it's super interesting to see how different the definitions on some people are. Well, foodie is someone who just likes food, like in general, like no no snobbery, nothing, yeah. like just likes food and likes to cook. And, and by that definition, I, I I'm hearing like you might be included. Uh, I think I might probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and there's the other definition that you had, or like the complete opposite, where it's like, okay, a food, like almost like a food snob, and then you're like, okay, no, that's not me. So it's yeah. like, I, I think it, it doesn't really matter. Like everybody has their own definition, and like ultimately, some way or another, we all, well, we all need food and we all like food. So yeah, I think it, so. I think that's, I mean, it's a pretty accurate. universal yeah. thing. Yeah. So, I'm already hearing a little bit that you like you like to cook. You also like to bake. Um, like, where do you remember when that started? Like, what's your like? What's the first thing that you remember? Like, where you I don't know you're cooking with your family or with your grandma, anything like that. So I remember, like, I do. I remember a lot of um, cooking with my grandma. Mm-hmm. She um, so. To me, my grandma was an old lady Mm -hmm. um, because that's generally what young children think about their grandma. I mean, anybody Uh, over 20 years old. (laughs) Exactly. And she had like a really wrinkly face Mm because she did bake herself in the sun Mm -hmm. um, as as a young woman. So she did. did, um, But uh, um, she used to do she used to look after all the old ladies gardens where Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she lived. So, I mean, for me, the idea that there were people that she called old ladies was just (laughs) mind blowing. Um, I remember staying with my grandma um, who um, was a really keen gardener and she used to run a guest house and 
um, when me and my brother used to stay there, we would uh, wake up in the morning and sneak down the stairs, through the back kitchen, out the back door, go through the yard, which was just this concrete yard with an outside toilet. She had no garden space at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would potter down the road until we found out found which garden she was in. Like we just open all the garden gates <laughs> and go, Grandma, Grandma, into each garden. Um, never occurred funny. to us that anyone else in my in a any of the houses might might wonder what kids were doing sticking their heads <laughs> in their garden at five o'clock in the morning but um until we found her and she'd always be like growing some kind of food um and we were just given an empty ice cream or margarine tub or something mm-hmm. and we're told to like yeah you pick raspberries or you pick green beans mm-hmm. um and and courgettes like always so many courgettes mm-hmm. um and then we'd take whatever back because she used to like cook the stuff as mm-hmm. well. Um, I think I think she used to do like these were the gardens of the people that my grandma used to call the old ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that quite like wow, <laughs> there funny. are ladies older than my grandma. <laughs> um, they must have been ancient. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't know how old they were. I don't really know how old my grandma was to be honest. Um, <laughs> probably not that old <laughs> but um we'd so we'd like go back to her house laden down with beans and mm-hmm. raspberries and gooseberries and stuff and mm-hmm. then turn them into crumbles and then she'd like drop off some of those uh to the people whose gardens she grew the vegetables in because mm-hmm. they didn't really like they'd go and sit in their gardens and enjoy them but pretty much it was like she'd just been given all of these gardens as allotment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which I think she really enjoyed. It. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, we then, you know, then you get back to the kitchen and you have to like top and hill all the beans, mm-hmm. uh, pick all the stalks out of the raspberries, and start start all of the like, what's it going to be turned into and frozen mm-hmm. as, or what are we jarring it up as? Mm-hmm. Um, and like her house was an old guest house. Um, and she always made all the jams and marmalades. Mm-hmm. So when my grandma made marmalade, she made they like she'd obviously in several batches, but she'd usually make about 120 pounds wow. of marmalade. That's so a lot. She just that's a, it's a huge yes. amount of marmalade. That's a lot. But that was like I I feel like. Uh, I feel like my tendency to over cater has been, <laughs> um, has been uh, like that. That started early with the mm-hmm. you need 120 pounds of marmalade in your airing cupboard just in case because it wasn't a guest house anymore at that mm-hmm. point. Like mm-hmm. it was just she'd always had to make that much marmalade, mm-hmm. so she always made that much marmalade. And what did um, she do with that? I mean, did she just give it away to everybody, or like, I mean, I can't imagine that like, you were eating it all, right? I imagine she gave it away. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, yeah, stockpiling, stockpiling was became quite a thing. I think yeah. for my grandma <laughs> as she got older. Mm-hmm. Um, after she moved, she moved to come and be closer to us after mm-hmm. my granddad died, and. Um, She'd stockpiled, uh, she'd stockpiled a special kind of toilet paper for him, <laughs> medicated toilet paper. <laughs> okay. That that has the consistency of baking parchment. Wow. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's scratchy. It's, oh no, you don't um, want to use that. <laughs> it, it, no, it was it was yeah. It was I, a I dreadful can, thing. Yeah, I can imagine people doing that nowadays again. But <laughs> yeah, my grandma would have been fine because oh, yeah. when she died, there was a lot of toilet roll still left. Um, <laughs> you would have been rich, like if you had kept that yeah. around, right? <laughs> I mean, medicated toilet paper oh, as well. Yeah. It had like yeah. antiseptic on, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Oh, people would have bought that. Like, you could have made quite a, million... a resource for oh, yeah. music. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she would like she'd always she she lived on her own, and she'd mm-hmm. always buy like the biggest jar of olives that mm-hmm. you could possibly buy in Aldi because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the cheapest way per hundred grams to buy it. Mm-hmm. I was like, we quite like olives. But not nobody <laughs> likes olives that much. <laughs> like, yeah. 
you do need to be running a takeaway to to get through that many. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's probably a little bit also the like World War Two mind mindset. I, I remember that from yeah. my, my grandparents as well, like stockpiling things and like for for <coughs> for whenever I'm the like, next war happens, <laughs> kind of. I'm preserving everything, mm -hmm. like yeah, the you know all of the green beans and salt water and then into jars or mm -hmm. like she thought the freezer was the most amazing thing ever so mm -hmm. we'd make crumbles and crumbles and crumbles whenever there was fruit and mm -hmm. you know freeze i don't know how she had so many crumble dishes actually <laughs> i wonder where she like i wonder where whether she had enough cupboard space for them if they weren't in the freezer i don't i i, I can't imagine how she how she did that she must have had impressive crockery mm -hmm. uh store. <laughs> but yeah like and I think most of the things that she cooked would have been quite, uh, quite you know, meat and two veg that kind mm -hmm. of or stew type thing. Mm -hmm. Really, really, um, like she loved vegetables, and I mm -hmm. love vegetables as well. Like a lot of people think that's a bit weird that I can be mm, so I, excited I, about. Well, yeah, I disagree. Less so on a food show. But, no, I disagree. Um, like vegetables are awesome. Like there's nothing better than vegetables and fruit and all of that. Like everything that grows. When, when I get to um, British apple season. Mm -hmm. um, so like it usually hits around, starts kind of around August and just the smell when you go into a supermarket and, mm -hmm. and and sniff the bag of apples and you're like, look, yeah. that chili smells of apples. Yeah. Not not like <laughs> not these apples that have been stored for so long or like yeah, shipped from Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so exciting yeah, when it's, like, it's so true. Seasonal like, fruit and vegetables mm -hmm. are just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I mean yes. <laughs> It's it's crazy, and I mean that's something you 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 get from your, your your grandma, right? Like the appreciation for also seasonality. Yeah, like the growing, like the growing things and then eating things that you've grown. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of, I forget that that's something that a lot of people don't have. That mm -hmm. that the idea of growing food. <sighs> Not that they think it's impossible, but just that it isn't something that they necessarily go. It's not. Oh, it's I really like these. I'll grow them. Yeah, it doesn't like, even cross most people's minds, right? They're like, well, they yeah. just go to the store and buy whatever is there and don't even think about like that they could be growing something like that. Yeah, it would be better in a lot of cases. Um, I mean, this. I mean, my. I, so my husband also is. Um, is a gardener or, mm -hmm. well he was a gardener he's a community worker now mm -hmm. um but he was a professional gardener and he trained with the rhs which is the royal horticultural society mm -hmm. so like that's pretty cool the like you know they run public gardens and mm -hmm. stuff um and um when he worked for a university as a gardener they set up an edible campus in a city center oh, where cool. Like they made, like, like planted fruit and veg trees and all of these kind of, mm -hmm. you know, herbs, you know, like your rosemary and your fennel mm -hmm. that will keep growing and coming mm -hmm. back. Yeah. And then all of the like seasonal vegetables and people could just come and like mm -hmm. take some salad and vegetables to add to their lunch or take some home and cook it for dinner. And it was That's so cool. popular and yeah. like, and people were so excited and were like, but really we can take some of this mm -hmm. and like i i just i really yeah i really do love growing things i feel like i'm talking more about growing things than cooking <laughs> things but well i mean it's the first I'm, step right i mean you have to like yeah, i mean someone has I, to grow something before you can eat it and cook it cook it yeah like i'm i'm not i'm not that excited about flowers but i'm very excited <laughs> about like i've got i've got little blueberries on mm -hmm. my blueberry bush mm -hmm. and um yeah, the first courgette is ready to harvest mm -hmm. and the sweet mm -hmm. corn's planted up and the leeks are coming on well. So I think we're going to be yeah. doing okay uh, this year. So so if your um, family wanted to make you happy on a Sunday, they wouldn't bring flowers. They would bring you like freshly grown blueberries or something like that. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. But my kids, I mean, my kids love picking things. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily wait for them to be right. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, we have chickens. Mm -hmm. um, so they figured out last year that the blueberry, that the chickens love blueberries. Mm -hmm. So they fed all of my blueberries to the chickens. <laughs> hmm, and they were like, okay. Mom, you they should have them. seen how excited the chickens were. I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> should have seen how excited I would have been. I was so excited. <laughs> that was my Christmas present. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's but funny. yeah, um, thankfully this year I will manage to get some of the blueberries mm -hmm. before the chickens do. <laughs> um, but uh, they produce eggs, so, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it's a trade-off so I got them eventually I guess um, <laughs> true but yeah no it's um yeah so yeah excited I uh, excited about plants and mm -hmm. and growing mm -hmm. stuff and did, eating grown stuff is yeah did, did you like is that something you, you did with your with your grandma like also like planting things and then tending them and like I mean later on Getting yeah, the whatever. it was. I I don't think that my grandma ever thought that I'd have the patience to mm -hmm. grow things, mm -hmm. um, which is not an unreasonable thing. <laughs> it's not so much that I don't have the patience. It's mm -hmm. that if I can't see something, I find mm -hmm. it very easy to forget about. Mm -hmm. So whilst we're like propagating seedlings on the windowsill, Mm -hmm. I'm great because they're right there and yeah, I will yeah. remember those once they go outside into the greenhouse mm -hmm. there's often so many things that happen that mean I forget mm -hmm. to go out there so um so definitely <laughs> the partnership aspect of um of having Andy who escapes to the greenhouse mm -hmm. when when he needs some peace and quiet has mm -hmm. meant that my um yeah my kind of veg growing success has increased <laughs> sounds perfect <laughs> yeah my, my when when i took um when i took him to meet my grandma mm -hmm. uh when she's like what do you do he's like i'm a gardener she's like right <laughs> she was like awesome <laughs> yeah right <laughs> this is the one um and pretty much had him outside with a hedge cutter um, <laughs> getting her hedge back that. um so she's like right okay fantastic <laughs> fantastic here's <So>, work <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that was pretty that was that was also my grandma's attitude mm -hmm. to everything like aha you're here i have a job for you yeah, um, uh, sounds very familiar um, I, 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 I quite like that. Mm -hmm. um, Me too. <laughs> I like to I like to be busy and doing mm -hmm. things, and it's easier to kind of talk to people mm -hmm. when you're busy and doing things together. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I met my I met Andy by um, we were at university and we were the social secretaries for mm -hmm. a um, a group that met in the chaplaincy, and we used to. Um, cook every Sunday for 40-ish people mm -hmm. um, wow. and we just have a social get-together mm -hmm. and cook a two-course meal mm -hmm. that had to be the budget was um, well, originally it was 40 pounds to feed 40 people a two-course meal mm -hmm. so it's doable but uh, it's definitely a challenge <laughs> There was there was a lot of vegetable curries mm -hmm. um, and a lot of weeks where I'm like, oh, I'm too tired to think about this. I'm doing soup mm -hmm. uh, with grated cheese and then crumble or sometimes just yeah. an ice cream for pudding. Yeah, <laughs> But, you know, it was brilliant. And we mm -hmm. used to encourage other people to cook as well. Mm -hmm. So, um Like one of my things I was really passionate about was interfaith relations. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was a member of all the religious societies. Um, and I just, you know, make like particular friends with some people. Um, and so we'd always say, like, come along, eat with us on mm -hmm. Sunday. We always made sure that it was um, halal and kosher, although not mm -hmm. prepared by Jewish people. So it mm -hmm. depends on how, how kosher, but, you know, 
Um, so I'm trying to make sure that there was always food that mm-hmm. would be okay for everyone. Yeah, that's great. Um, cool. And my Syrian Muslim friend was like, can I cook? Yep, yeah, definitely. Yes, like, please. if we don't have to cook one week, <laughs> that's fine by me. So, yeah. like, he'd come and cook. And it mm-hmm. was just, like, it was brilliant and mm-hmm. so much fun. And there was so much, like, such a community mm-hmm. of people because, like, yeah, there'd mm-hmm. always be, like, minions who <laughs> I could be yeah. like, can you peel this? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> And we had no weighing scales in the mm-hmm. chaplaincies. Mm-hmm. So I would make cake, but in catering size giant flat tins. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and eyeballing. No... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eyeballing the whole thing, going, oh, mm-hmm. add three more eggs to the mm-hmm. splash of milk and, and call it done and throw it in the oven. <laughs> and it never came out inedible. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. people say that that baking is a science mm. and <laughs> I, it is but you can fudge a lot of well, stuff around the edges that that's the thing about like i think cooking and baking in general and also about science like once you've done it enough you get like a good feeling like what, what works and what doesn't and like even if you yeah. don't have the tools to like figure out exactly how many grams or cups you have to use like you still can you can still look at it and say okay this this is like i don't know it's it's too runny let's add a little yeah, bit exactly. this is the it's right like, consistency yeah, or like exactly this, and it's gonna needs... yeah it's gonna turn out right there, there's it's, something yeah no one complains mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i mean i it's... mean i think when they pay one pound or one pound fifty or something mm-hmm. for a meal like you don't get, um, well, you don't get a lot of complaints for that well, um, it's still i mean it still has to be like it's i mean ideally it's still good like you don't want to eat something good. that's horrible <laughs> yeah yeah it's it, 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 there's something uh, I think that one of the janitors at my school used to say. I mean, he loved baking, and he always said he always used good ingredients. Even if he messed up, it was still good. Yeah, and I think there's something to that. Like, I mean, just start with something that is good, and then like no matter what you do. I mean, other than burning it, I think that might be <laughs> the only thing that might destroy it completely. <laughs> but usually, it's I... like you can salvage almost anything. <laughs> So I, I, there is a, <laughs> there's one meal that I made. Mm-hmm. No, there's two meals that I've made that we have gone. Yeah, we can't eat bread. Let's just have some bread instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, this one's a pass. I made, um, I made like a garlic mushroom pasta sauce, mm-hmm. which was, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do that a lot, um, but because we had a lot of courgettes, mm-hmm. um, I was in the. We just add courgettes to everything. Mm-hmm. When you add courgettes to this kind of like a flour, sort of creamy cheese, garlic sauce, mm-hmm. what you ended up with was like. <laughs> It's like slime, sort of right? Slop. Yeah, yeah like sl- <laughs> like slightly curdled slime. Yeah, I it, was, it was like there are, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a texture thing rather than the flavor because yeah. it's a courgette. It didn't add like no. it, it didn't change the flavor very much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, I've um, done that too. <laughs> and the other thing I d- I did was like a pork vindaloo or something Mm -hmm. and I followed the recipe really carefully um but it was like it was just it just tasted like incredibly spicy vinegar with lumps of pork in it (laughs) and and I was like I I don't but it's like it sounds funny yeah like I, I remember us both eating it going you followed the recipe. Was mm-hmm. this is this what it was supposed to taste like, mm-hmm. um, or not? Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've never had a vindaloo since either. Like, it didn't it didn't sell me on that. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done that too. Like, I mean, I like to experiment as well, and sometimes, or like uh, same thing as you said. Like, let's let's add some courgette. I'm like let's just try it and then at the end you're like mm, okay <laughs> maybe i'll just remove there's a them. reason <laughs> there's a reason why <laughs> this shouldn't belong here <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I've, I've done that too. Like it, ha I mean, I, I, I know a lot of professional chefs and it happens to them too. They'll just try something. Yeah. They'll just think, Hey, let's try this. And then they figure out, yeah, okay, that wasn't a good idea. But sometimes, like, you never know. Like, it might be, it might be awesome, and just never, nobody ever tries. So, exactly, like, yeah. yeah. Um, there's, there's, sorry, there's now a thunderstorm, Ooh, and okay. it's pouring down, oh, and the no. kids are in a <laughs> tent in the back garden. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna move towards the window so that I can see. <laughs> If yeah. they stick their head out, it's probably It's really. Oh, it's hailstone. Oh wow! It's probably funny for them. They're like, "Oh, this is awesome." <laughs> I think I. I don't think they'll mind too much. Oh, um, yeah. Hopefully, they're sleeping through it anyway. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. So, I mean, you started cooking with your grandma, like preserving things. Like, did did you also, or like, I mean, more preserving? Did you also cook with her? Like any any dishes that you yeah. remember? Like, uh, what did my grandma cook? Um, my grandma cooked like um, hot pots mm -hmm. a lot, um, which um, okay, sorry. Um, my husband appears to be testing the doorbell. Um, <laughs> I assume there was someone at the door in a thunderstorm. Um, in a thunderstorm in coronavirus. Like, yeah. um, who on earth is at the door? Exactly. Um, sorry. Do that. Um, yes. So, um, yeah, my grandma used to cook, cook stuff like mm -hmm. um, a lot of hot pots type stuff, mm -hmm. which is a Lancashire kind of stew. But mm -hmm. I think traditionally has very little meat in it mm -hmm. and is kind of, you know, vegetables, potatoes. Mm -hmm. um, and I think was probably traditionally like a bit of um, mutton or like like a tiny bit of a not very expensive meat. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And she would cook everything that she could in the pressure cooker mm -hmm. um, because... Uh, despite having very, uh, like, uh, despite sort of disproving of my lack of patience, she also would, like, if there was a way to do something <laughs> fast, she'd do it fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I grew up thinking pressure cookers were both magical and terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> because of the weight uh, mm -hmm. on top and how you take it off and the massive eruption of steam and mm -hmm. yeah um so I can't like I really remember um like I really remember her always having like a pan of soup um mm -hmm. that would be whatever was left in the bottom of the fridge soup mm -hmm. so her soup was never like oh it's leek and potato mm -hmm. and it's like it's everything <laughs> everything you know it's the it's the tomatoes that have sat on the windowsill that never really ripened mm -hmm. they'll be fine in soup <laughs> True. And they like yeah. it was always fine it was mm -hmm. always like the soup was never like yeah but it mm -hmm. was never inedible sometimes it was especially good Mm -hmm. but you couldn't really pinpoint what it was <laughs> and um, you could never replicate it because you, yeah, it you didn't know exactly what was in it anyway it was just <laughs> kind of like random. well that, that one was good <laughs> let's see what mm. what tomorrow's soup is like yeah. um and we did loads of baking mm -hmm. um like i would go and stay uh once she'd moved like to be closer to us she was 20 minutes away mm -hmm. from where i lived so like i'd be dropped off there to stay and we'd bake and mm -hmm yeah go down the garden and pick things and then mm -hmm. take them back to the kitchen and mm -hmm. cook them into meals and mm -hmm. and she'd always make like way more food than you could possibly eat um <laughs> like, like was, a grandma. <laughs> like, yeah like sometimes the meals would have like seven courses mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh i forgot now we've got this now we've got this the first pudding is um, <laughs> like, uh, instead of putting them all out on the table mm -hmm. so that you choose your pudding it was mm -hmm. just like here's the first pudding here's the second pudding <laughs> it was yeah it was um 
it was an experience. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I, um, yeah, I always like always kind of try like <laughs> worrying about not having enough food for people. Mm -hmm. Um, when when people come round is mm. a is a big yeah. a big thing, and also like kind of having this. Um, having this like um, awareness that you had always had to like know what people could and couldn't eat mm -hmm. um, and what they were allergic to um, mm -hmm. and so she'd often like be like well there's this dish and then there's this dish for the vegetarians and then there's this dish for uh, such and such who lives down the road and he might pop up and he doesn't like cheese so I've made him a totally different meal like, mm -hmm. Is he invited? No, no, but he might yeah, turn up. Might, like, <laughs> might he? Sure, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so make this kind of you mm. cater for everyone and you make it good. Like mm. you make it something yeah. that they can definitely eat. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you said your your grandma used to run a guest house. I'm guessing that's somewhere somehow where that came from, like that service mindset and like wanting everybody to have something. Yeah. Yes. Probably um yeah um it, uh, i think yeah what what kind of cakes sorry my husband's like, testing the doorbell yeah, again yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no worries um you said you were baking with your grandma like what what, what did you bake like was it like uh, elaborate cakes was it like i don't know crumbles like anything like that yeah like uh flapjack biscuits were one of her favorites mm -hmm. um and they were just like oaty syrupy biscuits mm -hmm. um but i also remember doing lemon meringue pie um which i thought was really fancy um and and i mean yeah there's quite a few there's quite a few things involved in that i mm -hmm. learned when i tried to do it with my five-year-old last week <laughs> um <laughs> and got and got to the stage of having put the pastry in the fridge to chill and gone Why did I start this? <laughs> like, what what was wrong with cupcakes? Uh -huh. <laughs> there's there's so many variations you can do on cupcakes, and it's one bowl. <laughs> it's But, yeah, no, it's, mm -hmm. it's it was it was a like it was a real mix, mm -hmm. and she was she was pretty open to trying things, so she mm -hmm. didn't tend to cook curries. Um, or that kind of food but if you went like if you went to a restaurant she'd absolutely order anything she'd often or, yeah. or she'd say right okay I don't know what I like you pick mm -hmm. and I'll trust you um, and when I got to the stage of cooking like she was always really excited to mm -hmm. try new things so mm -hmm. it was it wasn't like Uh, I, I think she sort of stuck stuck with cooking what she knew, mm -hmm. but but because she knew she could do it well. Mm -hmm. um, but with eating, like there was, she would try everything mm -hmm. and was still really excited to mm -hmm. to try things. And um, like my the story she always told about um, me was that the first um <clears throat> one of the first times that well it can't have been the first time she met me but, so as a tiny baby um she walked into an Indian restaurant where she was due to meet my family mm -hmm. and she could hear me crying and she was like I know who that is that's my granddaughter crying I know that cry <laughs> um and uh, like Yeah, I don't know. It always, it always stuck with me because I think we lived in a really rural um, area where actually the idea that grandparents might go to the Indian restaurant too mm -hmm. was quite unusual. Mm -hmm. Like that was for that was for young people who liked this mm -hmm. foreign stuff. <laughs> like that was very much the mm -hmm. the attitude in mm -hmm. the area. Um, And my grandma was like, "It's food. It's exciting. Yeah, who, who cares? It's it's, new, it's different. Let's try it." 
Is that yeah. something? Is that something you you picked up from her? Like, is that something? Like, are you the same kind of? I think so. Um, there's not a lot of foods that I won't try, mm -hmm. um, and I'm always really excited. Like, I'm always really excited to have meals from different places, but cooked by people who actually know what they're mm -hmm. supposed to taste like. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've I've I followed recipes for Mexican food, mm -hmm. but I have no idea whether that resembles yeah. in any <laughs> way any kind of food they might eat in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And like the there's a there's a tiny cafe um, <clears throat> in 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 the nearest town here, mm -hmm. um, and it's one Japanese woman, mm -hmm. and it's run in the front room of her house. Um, And you know she lives upstairs, and she has no staff. Like it is just her cooking mm -hmm. everything from scratch. Wow! Um, and it's amazing. And like I've I've never had Japanese food mm -hmm. like that because mm -hmm. um, like I haven't done a lot of traveling. So the like I <laughs> I meet people here mm -hmm. um, and kind of and that's how i experience their food and it's mm. so different to chain restaurants or to recreating something from a yeah. recipe book where totally you know if i know the foods mm -hmm. then i'll go oh mm, that needs a bit more mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. but i'm not familiar enough with the different yeah. ingredients and the, the the flavors that we're aiming for to do mm. that and Yeah, but it's just fantastic and so mm. exciting. Like it is, it is. I mean, that's that's like some of my highlights. I mean, I I have friends in Hawaii, um, and like my my best friends, like uh, his, like his wife is Japanese, so she took me to all the like mm -hmm. local, really really good Japanese spots, and like it's different. Like I mean, and, and like the funny thing is, there is not a Japanese cuisine. They're like, I don't know, seven, yeah. fifth, 750 different ones or like thousands. I don't know. Because like everybody yeah. specializes in one thing and one thing only. Like mm -hmm. th there's no like you'll go rest, you, you'll go to a Japanese restaurant in, in air quotes and you'll, you won't get like 70 different things. You will get basically one thing in like different variations. And you have to go to a separate rest to a different yeah. restaurant if you want something else. It's like very different yeah. to like what, what we're used to, I think. But it was so good and like I, I still crave it. Like uh, one of the first episodes, like actually a couple of episodes, um, but there was my, my best friend from Hawaii and there's another friend from uh, from Hawaii like who also has been to Japan and loves Japanese food. And we talked about that quite a bit. Like the very first episode of Foodie Flashback was about that. And it's, uh, I said, it's it's so different. But you're right. Like it's, You have to experience it first. You have to like get it from someone who knows like how it's supposed to taste, so that yeah. you can even even have an idea how like whether if you cook it yourself, whether that's even even anywhere close. Uh, Mexican food, especially. Yeah. Like, I, I used to live in in Arizona for quite a while, and there's like a pretty big mm. Mexican population. It's the best Mexican food I've ever eaten. Like anything in Europe I've had so far here does not even come close. Like. Not, not even a little bit. Like, I, so different. Yeah, I don't think that there are many. <clears throat> um, I, I don't, I don't feel like that's something that's traveled well to Europe. Mm. Um, it's yeah. Well, and it's mostly because not, people haven't um, traveled. Like, I mean, there is actually a Mexican restaurant here that is reasonably good, mm -hmm. but it's run by mm -hmm. someone who actually moved here from Mexico. So he, he knows yes, what like he's that, doing. That's mm. Exactly. That's the way yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like over here in the UK, you can get like, mm. you get a few places that sell chili and mm -hmm. nachos. Yeah, and, and, and call it Mexican. <laughs> thinking like, this doesn't. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's I okay. I don't, like, it's fine. I like, don't I mean, believe this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. Like, yeah, it, I love it, jalapenos not, and exactly. cheese. Like, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not that it's bad. It's, it's just it's like, lovely, but yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Like, I mean, it's, it's. I suspect this is not typical of their national cuisine. <laughs> it's a bit like going, 
you know, I don't know, we've come to a British restaurant and we serve ham sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yes, we do fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, then, fair enough. <laughs> um, like, yeah. I suppose, like, yeah, sure, we eat those things. Mm-hmm. That's their things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I want to come back to, yeah. like, the baking bit. So is that something you, like, kept doing? Like, I mean, you, you started baking with your grandma. You did all those, like, interesting cakes and experimented is that something you kept going or did that like i don't know when you got older you stopped doing that to some extent yeah no it's it's something that um it's kind of something that i've always seen as part of what you do like it was it wasn't like for a lot of my friends when they came over and i'd be like right we're gonna do some baking and we're gonna mm-hmm. make this and this and this and they were like i do baking <laughs> I've only ever done baking once before. <laughs> like, oh right, okay oh. then. <laughs> this is this, this is gonna is, be an experience. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll just start at the beginning. It mm-hmm. was just just a thing that you have to do to get the food at the mm-hmm. end, and I really enjoyed doing it. Um, but but it's not like. Um, yeah, it's not like I, I. I think a lot of people. I don't know. I, I know a lot of my friends have started baking after watching shows like Bake Off, mm-hmm. yeah. where you have to like produce something that looks incredible and tastes incredible, and the judges would, mm-hmm. um, you know, the judges would rate and yep. slate for various reasons mm-hmm. and. Um, and so for them, like, there's a lot of pressure involved yeah. in baking. Yeah. Um, and I don't do that. No, for um, you, it's more like, like fun, relaxed, pretty... more or less relaxed. Yeah. And yeah. and it's about making food. So mm-hmm. it has to taste good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really not very particular about what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't have time for like piping bags mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who does? <laughs> if I make an icing, mm-hmm. like it go, it gets spread on, mm-hmm. and that's you know, and that's mm-hmm. what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then you might also stick something on top, but like, mm-hmm. like I mean, like chocolate buttons, not mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, like I don't. Yeah. But I mean, if, you know, shape flowers out of fondant icing and things. Mm. Like, no, it it takes final. <laughs> it's, it's good now. We're yeah. fine. It's probably a patient um, uh, patience thing as well, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's my problem. I mean, I could exactly. do. I, th- I think I'm very similar. Like, I could do all of those things. I baked a lot with my with my mom, but why? Like, <laughs> I'm not patient enough yeah, for that. Like, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> it's not going to taste any different just because I made it look extra pretty exactly like you know a ball of fondant icing doesn't taste um, mm. i don't really like fondant icing no, for a start but like a ball of fondant icing doesn't taste better because you've shaped it into a rose mm-hmm. and if you don't like fondant icing and you're going to take the rose off the top why make it yeah, like exactly. that's a lot of yeah i mean i can uh, understand uh, like I it have... looks pretty i'm like okay yes it looks pretty but if i i have to make it I'm yeah like, yeah maybe not <laughs> exactly like i know there are some um there are like actually quite a lot of my friends make the most incredible looking cakes mm-hmm. and uh, i mean they're also incredible tasting cakes like mm-hmm. they have they don't just <laughs> make things that look beautiful mm-hmm. um and they clearly really really enjoy doing it mm-hmm. like they love making something absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. that they then eat mm-hmm. um and and i kind of feel like i love making something that people enjoy eating mm-hmm. but if i'm going to like totally craft something i'm going to do it with something that lasts longer mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I want to be able to go, look, I made this flower out of yarn or mm-hmm. fabric or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's going to be around for a flipping long time because mm-hmm. it took me hours to yeah. make rather than 
Do you yeah. know how long it took me to make every single one of those flowers? You've, mm. you've just eaten three in a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Save all those flowers. Like, yeah, there's definitely something to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's fine. Like sorry, if someone just, if someone has fun doing that and enjoys it and like is good at it, yeah, okay, like yeah, awesome, yeah. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, it's absolutely, just nice. <laughs> exactly. Again, like it's not yeah. not a judgment thing. No. Like I don't. It's it's about like different people can value different things, mm -hmm. and that doesn't undervalue the fact that other people place their value differently. Mm -hmm. Like you know, yeah. I I don't mind much what the food looks like mm -hmm. if it tastes good. Mm -hmm. But actually, I know that for some people, it's really important. Like, like I mean, well, there's there's like research done about like mm -hmm. the color of the mug affects yeah. how your drink it, tastes. It does um, things, so it yeah. does make a difference. Yeah. Um, but I think for some people, it that matters more mm -hmm. and, and for me it doesn't so much yeah. so I mean, yeah i don't mind that, that, like, that's kind of what this podcast is about like different people have different priorities and different like backgrounds and different things they enjoy and don't enjoy so it's kind of kind of what this is about um and i'm astounded by people who have the like mm -hmm really have that kind of patience oh, to too. make everything look oh. amazing <laughs> me too i'm like i I, <laughs> I i mean i've done it i could do it but i'm like i'm not patient enough for it like um like yeah. that's that's why like and i know so many people because you mentioned the, the great british british bake-off like i know so many people who watch that yeah. and then because of it started baking which i think is awesome like i mean that's like impressive that that the show like that can do that and people like, get people excited like even though the level is so high <laughs> that like I, i would have kind of expected that it would just turn people off and say i mean i can never be this good but people are just like i mean even if it's gonna exactly. look <laughs> even if it's gonna look like crap <laughs> it's still something i made it it was fun to do just my husband is now really into baking mm -hmm um and he kind of started because we watched an episode of the great british bake-off where they made fondant fancies mm -hmm. um which have like i mean there's the sponge and then there's um a, a filling and you know you're supposed to make the fondant from scratch mm -hmm. and like there, there were there were like four or five elements mm -hmm. and he went from Like I would have to stand over him and like recite the sponge recipe that is in my head mm -hmm. that I just adapt to like mm -hmm. make various different things. Yeah. So we went from like that level of baking where I was like, yeah, now 180 grams of that and now 180 grams of that mm -hmm. and now three eggs to I'm going to make fondant fancies. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? And <laughs> they tasted amazing mm -hmm. and they looked awful <laughs> like, <laughs> they, <laughs> but they tasted amazing and i was like this is great they are mm. they taste incredible mm. and he, he decided to make them cherry and almond because um my my best friend's birthday mm -hmm. um was coming up and she loves cherry and almond so mm -hmm. he made them cherry and almond he's like i cannot give her these they look <laughs> awful like you can totally give her those they taste amazing mm -hmm. like also You tell her that you've never really baked before and you decided that for her birthday you were going to make fondant fancies. <laughs> I think she's going to be more impressed oh, yes. that you were like, totally. I'm going all in. <laughs> like, have you heard of starting simple? But he doesn't really do starting simple and he's a perfectionist. Yeah. So, well, um, but for baking, that might actually be a good combination. Like, I mean, you have to start fantastic. somewhere and then like, if you're, if you want to get it perfect, like you'll, you'll, keep doing it until you're good at it <laughs> and now he can make bread from like off the top of his head so mm -hmm. he made you know wow. our loaf of bread today and he made mm -hmm. pizza dough and we did pizza with the kids mm -hmm. and um yeah not yeah. so long ago he'd always have said that oh no no just, uh, wrote, <laughs> like made of the baking mm -hmm. and i eat the food <laughs> um and now um So he, he works 
he, he's a church worker now and mm-hmm. um so the old old ladies will be passing around a sign-up sheet for who's going to make mm-hmm. what for what kind mm-hmm. of church event you mm-hmm. know um and they always go like a, a, the lady will always walk it past him and he's like oh put me down the two cakes like <laughs> really and at the moment because everything's on you know every all the meetings and things ha- happen on zoom mm-hmm. um he like the bread always um comes out of the oven during the saturday coffee morning and i'm starting to think that that might actually be um his way of like showing off his bread because mm-hmm. it is every single week there's mm-hmm. always bread mm-hmm. on Saturday. I'm like, here it is, here's my bread. And they're they're very that's, impressed. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. That's that, pretty cool. You know, <laughs> but he can do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it sounds it sounds yeah, like you're having my, a lot of fun baking with him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like I'm really enjoying as well but um my kids will see that like food is food and uh cooking food is mm-hmm. not like a a gendered thing mm-hmm. it's not like um, like men don't do baking no. like does, does the man want to eat a cake then the man may need to bake a cake <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is you know this mm-hmm. is it's um and my I have a very inventive five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a bit, he's a bit like anarchy is is sort of his superpower. <laughs> I um, think that's every five-year-old. <laughs> well, I thought that, but my three-year-old is so sedate and kind of and and you know looks at his brother like. What are you on? Like, give what it, is give it what another is two going years through your head? <laughs> give it another two years. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I suspect they are very different people. Uh, but yeah. I often no, sit that... with my three-year-old and go, "Yeah, I don't know either." Um, <laughs> but he's like, "Mom, I've invented a recipe." Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And, you know, he's written it all out with his phonetic spelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's written the method down because he's noted that, you know, there's the ingredients and, mm-hmm. and there's the, the, the method. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these, with a little bit of adaptation, like he he, um, he invented um, mango, lentil, and sweet potato curry. That That's amazing. Good. Yeah. It's really good. That sounds great. Um, but that very very good um like it needs like a tamarind sauce type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. to eat it with something a bit tart because mm-hmm. it's quite sweet yeah um but my three-year-old who is quite suspicious of food mm-hmm. um like he really wants to know what it is mm-hmm. and what you've done to it <laughs> and did you put onions in it <laughs> okay like, no yes um, um he ate loads of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but then also he's like um i've made this i've thought about making this cake um and it's going to have and then like lists a lot of things but not flour like, <laughs> i think you might want to put flour in it nope nope <laughs> all right flourless like flourless cake let me just talk to you <laughs> yeah i like i i gluten-free uh, we've, we've we've talked now about yeah. kind of uh, we've we've there's there's um we, we've done a range of baking mm-hmm. and kind of talked about how there's uh m- there's in most cases there are kind of some staple things that mm-hmm. you need to mm-hmm. make it a cake cake for example <laughs> and usually there has there doesn't have to be a carbohydrate like we we do some baking with almonds like mm-hmm. ground almonds that kind mm-hmm. of thing as well yeah. but there was none of that <laughs> like, it's going to end up like a sweet <laughs> omelet with a which, lot of things in it which is fine too <laughs> just don't um, call it a cake slightly <laughs> and <laughs> um, yeah he's uh it, it, when he's been to visit my mom um I've because my my husband doesn't eat fish and I love fish but 
Um, so when he comes up with a fish recipe, I tend to be like, hmm, granny will love that. You make that when you're at granny's house. Like, mom, mm-hmm. he's he's told me that he's going to make paella with you. Uh, I don't know where he heard about paella because it's not <laughs> something that you get a lot of in Lancashire. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, he's heard about it and you're making it with him. <laughs> and it's got to have seafood in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he particularly likes the sound of squid so just make sure you've got some squid um, <laughs> let's just put squid in here <laughs> like, um, um, yeah so <laughs> I think um, I think that the interest in food and the like the understanding that you can go down the garden mm-hmm. and pick things and then throw them into a meal mm-hmm. like yeah um that's definitely going to be passed on so i i I feel like we could talk for for another couple of hours um but i don't want to take up too much of your time (laughs) Uh, i think we definitely have to do a follow-up i probably should do some other things (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i would like i've actually really enjoyed this i me too uh for for something that i was like yeah sure i'll talk about food (laughs) Mm -hmm. not really thinking this through at all uh yeah um we, we talked about so many things and have anything to say yeah oh <laughs> yeah there, there are some areas like um, i mean how like jumping from like your grandma to like i mean you cooking today like there's a whole there's a whole another two or three episodes probably in there it sounds like so we definitely have to come back to that well, at some point <laughs> then give me a shout because oh, this has been really that. nice especially if i can get my kids to be camping outside Mm-hmm. Uh, that means that I get more warning before they run in and decide <laughs> that they need me. So, um, <laughs> I mean, one day we might be out of lockdown, and there may be child-free time. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe <laughs> eventually, which will be exciting. Yeah. No. Oh. It, I mean, yeah. Even well, even if yours... even if your kids came in, like yeah. I mean, that's that's part of life, and that makes it fun. Like I mean, like. It's true. And I can um, always they've appeared it. on a lot of kind of mm-hmm. a, a lot of chatty oh, things because I do. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've done yeah. it too. Like work. I, I mean, my kids have appeared in work calls. Like coming in, like while yeah. I was on video, <laughs> half naked, the morning. I'm like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah do you know <laughs> when you work in parent support, though, mm-hmm. it's very helpful because pretty much everyone else I'm supporting is a parent Mm -hmm. so when I'm like I'm really sorry but my two children have just run in naked and they appear to be trying to kill each other I'm just (laughs) I'm gonna call you back they're like oh I'm really glad it's not just my family (laughs) like I haven't called this perfect person to Mm. give me advice no no no, my my kids are feral too yeah that's that's I mean that that is true that makes it it makes it easier for everyone all right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have I have a couple of links, um, so we're gonna put those also in the show notes on foodieflashback.com. Um, yeah, thank cool. you so much. This was this was a lot of fun. Like I was looking forward to it. Uh, I it said, was, like, it I'm was trying, really good. I'm trying to get as many different people from different like countries and different walks of life and like everything. Everybody I can basically everybody I can get. Um, so I'm very <laughs> okay. happy, very happy that that you volunteered for this. I know it's always that's some really daunting. good. Um, there's some fantastic cooking people in in the Discord server. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I, I feel that. like I'll have I feel to like push there's some people that you just need to prod. Yeah, like, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I definitely do um, that. Yeah. Um, cool. It was really nice to chat to you. Uh, same, same. Like I said, I've, I'm very happy that that you did this. Uh, if people want to reach out to you, is there any like are you on social media at all or anything where they could find you? Yeah. Reach out to you if they need par- like support. Um, if they need like your your yeah, professional support. Yeah, I was gonna say if you. they want parent stuff. Yeah. Um. So if they want parent stuff, then we are um calm family, um which is all one word, and our website is calmfamily.org, and our we're on Facebook and Instagram, um, mm-hmm. just as I think we might be Calm Family CIC on Instagram, um, and I'm 
I'm Jen Littlejohns in real life. Um, mm -hmm. so if people want to chat to me, I'm, I think I'm Jen Littlejohns on Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> and I think that's about it. Right. I'm on the What the Trans Discord server, so yes. they can they can chat to me there too. Exactly. If um, if you're in that area, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Don't. If you that's one of your things, then mm -hmm. hang out with us. We're a friendly bunch. Oh yes, we are. A lot of people, as we just said, a lot of people cooking and a lot of pets and like a lot of just fun stuff. A lot of pets. A lot of cats. Yeah. <laughs> a a lot, lot of cats. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't really appreciate cats until people started sending their very mm -hmm. cute photos of cats, mm -hmm. and I'm appreciating <laughs> them a lot more now. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, those those pictures were taken in the five seconds where the cats were nice to her. <laughs> I've had yeah. I've had a cat, so I can I hope I can say that. <laughs> no, I'm I like dogs. <laughs> I am too, definitely a dog person. I love pictures of cats. Mm -hmm. I but, like cats too, but I'm more. But a dog for person. real life. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, um, you can find this very podcast on foodieflashback.com and on Twitter at foodieflashback. And if you, like Ro, want to be on the show, if you have, even if you don't think you have anything to tell, uh, if you just want to be there, just want to talk to me and we'll, like, we'll just figure out what to talk about. Um, or if you have a story to tell or like a funny, I don't know, a funny recipe, your favorite restaurant, like whatever it is, um, if you want to be on Foodie Flashback, then just reach out to me over like all the social medias, foodieflashback.com. There's also like a little form there. Um, yeah, you will, you will find me. It's, I think, rather easy. I'm on so many podcasts. And then we'll set something up somehow. And yeah, with that, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Ro, for being here. And talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.